0: Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the dad son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of manly tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge, where you can download your free dad son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of season four of Manly Tales, where we're talking about the Lord of the Rings. All stories are from The Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien. Today's episode is about Gandalf. Let's listen together.
1: Arrows fell among them. One struck Frodo and sprang back. Another pierced Gandalf's hat and stuck there like a black feather. Frodo looked behind. Beyond the fire, he saw swarming black figures. There seemed to be hundreds of orcs. They brandished spears and scimitars, which shone red as blood in the firelight. Doom! Doom! Rolled the drumbeats, growing louder and louder. Doom! Doom! Legolas turned and set an arrow to the string. Though it was a long shot for his small bow, he drew, but his hand fell, and the arrow slipped to the ground. He gave a cry of dismay and fear. Two great trolls appeared. They bore great slabs of stone and flung them down to serve as gangways over the fire. But it was not the trolls that had filled the elf with terror. The ranks of the orcs had opened, and they crowded away as if they themselves were afraid. Something was coming up behind them. What it was could not be seen. It was like a great shadow, in the middle of which was a dark form of man-shape, maybe, yet greater, and a power and terror seemed to be in it and to go before it. It came to the edge of the fire, and the light faded as if a cloud had bent over it. Then, with a rush, it leaped across the fissure. The flames roared up to greet it and wreathed about it, and a black smoke swirled in the air. Its streaming mane kindled and blazed behind it. In its right hand was a blade like a stabbing tongue of fire. In its left it held a whip of many thongs. Aye, aye, wailed Legolas, a Balrog, a Balrog has come. "'Gimli stared with wide eyes. "'Durin, Spain!' he cried, and letting his axe fall as he covered his face. "'A Balrog,' muttered Gandalf. "'Now I understand.' He faltered and leaned heavily on his staff. "'What an evil fortune, and I am already weary.' The dark figure, streaming with fire, raced toward them. The orcs yelled and poured over the stone gangways. Then Boromir raised his horn and blew. Loud the challenge rang and bellowed like the shout of many throats under the cavernous roof. For a moment the orcs quailed and the fiery shadow halted. Then the echoes died as suddenly as the flame blown out by a dark wind and the enemy advanced again. "'Over the bridge!' cried Gandalf, recalling his strength. "'Fly! This is a foe beyond any of you. I must hold the narrow way. Fly!' Aragorn and Boromir did not heed the command, but still held their ground side by side behind Gandalf at the far end of the bridge." The others halted just within the doorway of the hall's end and turned, unable to leave their leader to face the enemy alone. The Balrog reached the bridge. Gandalf stood in the middle of the span, leaning on the staff in his left hand, but in the other hand, Glamdring gleamed, cold and white. His enemy halted again, facing him, and the shadow about it reached out like two vast wings. It raised the whip, and the thongs whined and cracked fire came from its nostrils, but Gandalf stood firm. You cannot pass, he said. The orc stood still, and a dead silence fell. I am the servant of the secret fire, wielder of the flame of Anor. You cannot pass. The dark fire will not avail you, flame of Udun. Go back to the shadow. You cannot pass. The Balrog made no answer. The fire in it seemed to die, but the darkness grew. It stepped forward slowly onto the bridge, and suddenly it drew itself up to a great height, and its wings were spread from wall to wall, but still Gandalf could be seen, glimmering in the gloom. He seemed small and altogether alone, gray and bent like a wizened tree before the onset of a storm. From out of the shadow, a red sword leaped flaming, glandering, glittered white in answer. There was a ringing clash and a stab of white fire. The Balrog fell back, and its sword flew up in molten fragments. The wizard swayed on the bridge, stepped back a pace, and then again stood still. "'You cannot pass!' he said. With a bound, the Balrog leaped full upon the bridge, its whip whirled and hissed. "'He cannot stand alone!' cried Aragorn suddenly, and ran back along the bridge. Elendil, he shouted. I am with you, Gandalf. Gondor, cried Boromir, and leapt after him. At the moment, Gandalf lifted his staff, and crying aloud, he smote the bridge before him. The staff broke asunder and fell from his hand. A blinding sheet of white flames sprang up. The bridge cracked. Right at Balrog's feet it broke, and the stone upon which it stood crashed into the gulf while the rest remained poised, quivering like a tongue of rock thrust out into emptiness. With a terrible cry, the Balrog fell forward and its shadow plunged down and vanished. But even as it fell, it swung its whip and the thongs lashed and curled around the wizard's knees, dragging him to the brink. He staggered and fell, grasped vainly at the stone and slid into the abyss. Fly, you fools, he cried. Was gone.
0: Well, this probably has to be the most epic moment in the Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, this is the moment that we all kind of live for. It's like the climax, the highlight of the book, and such a cool scene of Gandalf facing off against the Balrog. What did y'all love about this scene?
2: Why, you fools? (laughs) That was definitely my favorite part.
0: Yeah, just, I mean, such a cool ending to what was already an amazing scene. Eli, what'd you love about this scene?
2: Um, I really like the part when the Balrog comes in and he like describes how it looks and like all the things about like his big sword and that like his fiery mane and the um tongue of fire that was his whip and his big old wings that were from like wall to wall. Like that's that's a big cavern. He's a big dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, was, I agree. It's like great description. It's such a good picture in your mind of what's going on in that scene and kind of how it looks. I, yeah, it's so epic. Okay, so lot, just lots of really cool Epic stuff happening in this scene, but let's focus for a minute on Gandalf because here on the Manly Tales podcast, we like to talk about what we can learn about being a man from the characters in the story. So we do that by talking about our five marks of manhood, which are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And we believe that those things should be things that every man exhibits in his life. So as we look at Gandalf in this scene, like what are some of the ways that you guys see the five marks of manhood in Gandalf?
2: definitely courage because he took on a giant monster all by himself
0: oh yeah for sure i mean you know it obviously was a major act of bravery when even the orcs are running away from the palrog like you know they're on the same side and they're still running away and yet gandalf is going to stand there alone and face him yeah definitely an act of courage what else
2: you shall not pass
0: (laughs) so good so good eli what kind of marks of mana did you see in the scene
2: um, well, I mean, Colton talked about, um, courage, but I think, um, you know, like I also saw, um, honor because, you know, they're all in the, in the fellowship and, um, it talked about who went up, Aragorn and Legolas, they went up to go, um, Help Gandalf defeat the Balrog or whatever. So that was showing some honor just to like, hey, we're going to help him. Even though he asked us to go, we're going to like help him defeat this big monster.
0: Yeah, I think so too. There's very definitely like, you could see just his defense of his friends, you know, of the fellowship, like doing right by them that that was really good and his willingness to kind of sacrifice for them. You know, I agree. There's definitely some honor there. I think too, one of the things that I heard in the story was just really like Gandalf's skill. I mean, obviously he's a very powerful wizard and you could hear him kind of like, you know, calling on his magical abilities to be able to withstand, you know, the power of the Balrog. But at the end of the day, what I thought was really kind of like impressive about his skill was that even though he was really magically powerful, he didn't just rely on his magic to be able to resist the Balrog, right? Like, you know, what did he end up doing? He just, instead of like focusing on magic, he just broke the bridge, you know? So he, he was able to kind of like have his wits about him and realize like, Hey, it might not be by just like a direct fight that I can win here, but I can use my skill to kind of do something creative. And, you know, beat the Balrog in the end. So not only was he powerful, but he was smart and intelligent. And he used that part to kind of go along with his skill to be able to to win the fight. And I thought that was pretty, kind of, you know, just really pretty cool to see that, like, he had the creativity to do that in the heat of the moment. So as you all look at this scene and just kind of see the things that Gandalf did and kind of how he acted, uh, what would you say are some ways that you could put some of those kinds of things into practice in your own life?
2: I mean, I can just, I know I said this last episode, but I can just have, like, more courage and just, like, I mean, bro took on a giant monster that was probably, like, 100 feet tall and, like, 200 feet long. And, like, i if I could just have a fragment of Gandalf's courage, I would be good.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you're probably gonna not gonna face big monsters like that, right? But so this is a good example. Like, why did Gandalf have that courage, though? Like, what was he, what was why was he facing off a monster like that?
2: So he could protect his friends.
0: Right. Yeah. So his courage was really about like, you know, doing uh, something good for the people around him. He was willing to kind of sacrifice himself to be able to help others. So I think you're right. But sometimes when it's hard to draw on courage, it's good to remember why you're doing some really hard things like that. And if you can do it for the benefit of others, I think it can help you be more courageous. So, yeah, that's good. Eli, what about you? Anything that you would put into practice kind of the way that Gandalf did?
2: Well, I mean, I talked about this earlier, just like him and his, um, you know, like, his friends like honoring the group i could do the same thing with like our family you know like sticking out doing things for our family being able just like you know it might not benefit me personally but you know spending time with colton doing something that he might want to do or helping out mom with something or doing chores with dad in the backyard or just ways that i can honor the family that you know will help them but might not personally benefit me yeah,
0: I think that's really great. That's a great example of what honor really looks like. And, you know, Gandalf was showing it in this scene with like huge, tremendous sacrifice, right? right? He's standing up in the face of something really dangerous and having to offer his life. And you don't necessarily have to do that every time to be able to honor the people or the you know your family around you. But, yeah, sacrificing of yourself, of maybe what you would want to do in the moment or of your time to be able to do something that would be good for somebody else. I think that's great. That's a great example of honor. All right, so we like to end every episode of Manly Tales by giving you guys, the dads and sons, each a question to be able to keep the discussion going once the episode is over. So our question today for the dads is, how can you better prepare to protect your family from danger?
2: And the question for the son today is, how can you give up your time to do something good for your family?
0: Okay, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of Manly Tales, and we will look forward to talking to
2: you next time. We'll see you then. See y'all next episode on Manly Tales. Bye-bye.
0: Manly Tales is a production of Manhood Tribes. Stories are performed by Josh Burns. For more information, visit manlytales.com. Hey dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.